0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the Remnants Podcast. Um, I want to go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Joshua Sanchez. I am going to be the host of this podcast. It's basically just going to be detailing my walk in faith, things that I deal with daily, weekly. I'm um, just going to be detailing it and putting it all out there for everyone to hopefully relate to and you know if I can offer help for someone in the process that would be amazing um this is something that I felt that God has placed in my heart um not only for me but for other people because I'm sure that other people are dealing with the same things that I deal with um being a Christian in this day and age, and in these times. Um, so, first, let me give you guys some backstory to who I am and how I got to be where I am today. So, I grew up in a kind of a broken home, broken family life. Uh, my dad was not in the picture very much, he would come in and out. So, it was mainly myself, my mom and my brother and my sister, grew up together, Um, you know, my mom was not very hands-on, you know, she wasn't always present, I guess you could say, even though she was there physically, sometimes she would be very distant emotionally. Um, So my brother and my sister and myself, we pretty much uh, took care of each other and ourselves, um for most of our childhood. Um you know, one thing that my my mom did enforce was going to church on Sundays, you know, and <clears throat> excuse me. And going to Bible studies and, you know, things like that. Which um I'm, I'm very thankful for today because I, I definitely feel that that set me on this path that I'm on now. So, along with all that, um, I definitely dealt with a lot of different issues growing up. Um, I was exposed to a lot of worldly things and, you know, a lot of worldly behaviors and tools. Um, I'm sure I'll go into more detail of a lot of this stuff As we move forward through the podcast, I don't want to overload you guys on the very first episode, and, um, you know, I wasn't the best student in school, but eventually, you know, I was able to graduate high school, started some college, didn't finish that um, for financial reasons, and I'm sure, as I said, many people could relate to that. Um, But yeah, throughout my life, I've been in and out of the church. You know, never really, um, you know, building any foundations or, you know, rooting myself in any of these churches that I went to here and there. Um, But the good thing about it is that God always spoke to me whenever I entered his house you know, and and I I was fellowshipping with people, God was always speaking to me, it was never where I was just ignorant to his word, or I couldn't hear him, Um, I'm very, very thankful for that, um, because he was constantly tugging at my heart, Um, he didn't leave me alone, and, uh, and I'm just thankful for that, so... You know, God has just been calling me for a long time, and just recently, about two years ago, I started um, attending a church in my neighborhood, It's the Bridge Bible Church here in Des Plaines, Illinois, and I went Easter Sunday about a year or two ago, and I've been going ever since. They have a really great church family there. Everyone is... Very genuine, very loving and caring people, and immediately I, I, you know, signed myself up to serve any way that I could. So I've been serving in the parking lot as well as just helping other people in the community, Um, and it's just been really great for my spirit. Um, I'm, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to, you know, serve God in that church and you know, spread the gospel. So, here we are now. Um, I'm going to go into my recent Bible study. I'm in the book of Jeremiah. Um, My friend and I have agreed, kind of made a pact to... Both finished the entire Bible in a year. Now, before we made this pack together, I had already determined that I was going to do this already. I was reading the Bible um, almost daily, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. and, And I had already decided to do it. So when she came along, it was it was actually helpful. Um, because now we get to hold each other accountable and, you know, just encourage each other to keep reading, keep studying, keep learning. Um, I am a huge believer in, you know, everyone really getting to, to know the word and, and not only what it says, but what everything means. Um, it's, it's one thing to read it, you know, and read through it and, you know, read whatever chapters or verses you want to read, that's that's great. But when you get to a level of, of understanding um, and being able to apply what you read to your own life or to situations in your own life, um, man, the, the, the peace and the clarity that comes with that is, is second to none. Um, speaking of applying what you read to your life, uh, I will explain. So my Bible is the Life Application Study Bible, and it's in the new International Version translation. So um, I just ripped a page of my Bible. That's not cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's a life application study Bible. It's pretty awesome because at the bottom of each page, depending on you know what chapter you're in or what book you're in, most of the time at the bottom of each page there's going to be breakdowns of the chapters that you just read. So if you're going through and reading the Bible, you know sometimes, especially in the Old Testament, um, I'm still in the Old Testament, obviously to Jeremiah um it's very easy to read through it and sometimes you'll just get lost in the phrasing of things or or when they're talking about certain things um a lot of it not a lot of it i'd say some of it technically doesn't apply to today um but it it, it's still very very useful but that's why this Bible, to me, is just awesome, um, because with the breakdowns at the bottom of each page and for each chapter, you know, you could really, really learn a lot of uh, facts, and it just breaks it down simply and clearly. You know, um, you know, there's there's no shame in. I used to feel shame sometimes because I would read the Bible and I'd just be like, uh, I don't know what I just read. And that's happened to me many, many times. And, um, you know, I don't feel shame in that. There's just sometimes, like I said, there's just times where I'm reading it and I just have to go back. I'm either not focused enough or it's just something that I don't really understand. So I just go back and I read it. And then um, I'll read the breakdowns of the chapters at the bottom of the page. And it'll just be easier. It'll, it'll make my Bible study time way easier. And I'm actually able to just take notes better. So it just works for me. So again, it's the Life Application Study Bible. Um, in the NIV translation so like I said I am in the book of Jeremiah I am at chapter 51 Um, normally I wouldn't start something in the middle of something Um, it just doesn't feel right to me It, it shouldn't it's weird to start something in the middle of something but I decided to do it anyway Um, just because I felt like if I didn't do it now and I waited until I got to the next book, like something might come up and I might get too busy or feel like I'm too busy to start this podcast. So, um, yeah, let me just give you guys some backstory to Jeremiah since I am all the way pretty much halfway through it, maybe a little bit more. Um, Jeremiah was a prophet in the old Testament. Um, he was living amongst the tribe of Judah and they were still, I, I mean, I don't know, you know, if you guys don't know the history of the people of Judah and all that, um, you know, it comes from the people who were in Egypt, who were freed and, um, you know, God, this, these were God's chosen people, um these were the people that he had set aside for greatness, basically. Um, you know, he set them aside to be his messengers, his people, the people that he loved, the people who would be great and known amongst the world. And I think that's really important to, to say here because, um, with all this and these people knew that they were chosen these people knew that that god had set them aside specifically um and i think that's really important to know because these people continually decided to go against god's word and of course back then they didn't have the bible but they had prophets and they had um they had teachers and and people in place to, to guide them, and this was the Old Testament, you know, and we have to remember that, um, God was very vocal back then, and, and, and please don't take that as me saying that he's not vocal now, because he is just as vocal now as he was back then, but God felt like he needed to speak to the people in a way that they just wouldn't be able to discount what's being said, basically. Um, You know, he he did things, he spoke to people in so many different ways. And in Jeremiah, he's using the prophet Jeremiah to speak to these people. And Jeremiah is basically coming to the people, coming to the kings and, and you know, these are still in the times of kings who were, you know, in the book, kings and all that, um, Jeremiah would, would come and prophesy to these people every day, almost, for 23 years, 23 years of sharing the same message over and over, trying to get these people to turn, literally turn from their wicked ways and avoid the consequences of their actions. Um, You know, again, these people were the ones that were saved from slavery in Egypt and brought to the promised land. And they were promised everything. Literally, they were promised everything if they would just obey God. And what would happen is they would obey God for a short amount of time, and, you know, everything would go good, and everything was great, but then eventually, their humanistic side came to light, um, they started, you know, making idols, and and carving idols, and setting up idols, and worshiping different idols, um, they started disobeying God's word, and his commands, and, you know, a lot of it was prostitution, adultery, pride, and all of these these sins. And they would just fall into these habits, these horrible habits. And God placed Jeremiah in that place, around those people, to be essentially an escape route. Um, think of it as as you know an exit. When you're trying to get off a really bad street, you know, if there's a lot of traffic or something like that, you know, this, this is their way out and God gave them so much time and, you know, so many chances to repent and turn away from all the things that they were doing that were wrong in God's eyes. Um, you know, our God is a jealous God they were putting so many things before him, they were, they were putting their own desires before him, first and foremost, but they were also setting up altars, and, and, and raising up these, these handmade gods, and that just wasn't cool, because it's, it, the, it, God was granting them everything that you needed, he was promising them, and so, um, it's just crazy to, to, to think, you know, um, how much patience and willpower Jeremiah had to have during those 23 years of, of constantly trying to reach people that didn't want to be reached. Um, you know, throughout the book, Jeremiah was, was attacked, you know, verbally, verbally, well, excuse me, verbally, um, he was tossed into jails, he was sentenced to death, and all this time, Jeremiah never, not once, thought about switching sides, per se, he never, you know, hung it up, hung up the mic, um, and I just think that that's really powerful, um, it's It's just really great stuff, and I encourage everyone to read it. Um, because there's there's just a lot to learn from Jeremiah. Um, so going through some of my notes here for Jeremiah, we should come to expect only good things from God. As long as we're obeying God and we are working for his kingdom, we could only expect good things. Now, I'm not saying that bad things won't happen to you because sometimes God uses trials in our lives to bring us closer to him, to remind us that we need him and without him we are nothing. So It's just really important stuff, you know. Um, So a section of my notes here, I'm just going to read it directly as they're written down. Those who were left behind after the king of Babylon came to overtake Judah went to consult Jeremiah and ask him to pray to God for direction. They also insisted that this time they would listen to whatever God wanted them to do, whether they liked it or not. When Jeremiah gave them the news of what God had told him, they again went against what they agreed to and prayed to the Lord. It's astonishing that these people had just been taken over to by Babylon, as Jeremiah said they would, and yet they still would rather go against what Jeremiah was telling them. Jeremiah's initial warnings detailed the coming and overtaking of Babylon this time the consequence of not obeying god would be for the same thing to occur if they were to go to egypt it might seem stupid to us because we have hindsight to all of this but how many times have we asked god to redeem us or help us or guide us only to do the opposite of what he told us because we didn't like where it was going to take us so that's that's something that that uh um, Like I said, you could apply it to today. Um, these people were constantly being witnessed to and they were given prophecies almost daily probably about what was going to happen if they didn't turn away from what they were doing. And we could apply that to today because it's still true today. Um... If you're a believer, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff that's going to happen in the future. Whenever, you know, God does send Jesus back for the second coming, um, you don't have to worry about it anymore. But for those who don't believe and these people that just continuously ignore the word of God and, and, they, and they push aside people who are trying to reach them and witness to them um you know these are the people that were just like the people back in Jeremiah's day they're just ignorant and prideful and they don't they don't care at this point if you're if you're hearing the same message over and over and over it turns from disbelief to not wanting to believe or it could be vice versa but it, it all has to do with belief. These people didn't believe what Jeremiah was saying was going to happen. And sure enough, it happened. And, and it's, that's the crazy thing. So Jeremiah had first warned them that the king of Babylon was going to come and take over their land. And he was saying as This was going to happen as long as they continued in their own ways and living in sin. And he said this for years and these people did not listen. But once the time came and Babylon was right at their front door and they came and they they overtook the land, Um, the people then came back to Jeremiah and, and, and requested him to pray on their behalf to ask God what he wanted them to do and once Jeremiah came back with the news they didn't like it they didn't want to listen to what they what God had to say and they continued about their way and they went to Egypt anyway even though God directly told them that there would be nothing but destruction and sorrow and death if you go to Egypt and they went anyway how many times have we done that in our lives Um, you know, I know, especially back when I was, before I really, really dedicated my life to God, you know, I was doing some really bad things and I knew they were wrong because I still had the knowledge of the Bible in my mind from when I was a kid and and growing up as a teenager, I knew what things were wrong and what things were right. And I deliberately turned my back to God because I wanted to do <clears throat> excuse me I wanted to do what I wanted to do and what felt good for me at the moment and you know, thank God that we have a God who is merciful whose mercy is immeasurable there's no end to his mercy because if we if we reaped what we sowed on earth like especially you know before we became believers man what what kind of what kind of damage would we have seen in our lives what kind of hopelessness would we have felt you know um I don't even want to think about that because I know I don't get what I deserve and I'm just thankful for that and I think that that's something that we have to really really, really set our minds upon that we're not getting the things that we deserve and that God is, is so loving and has promised us to keep us under his wings and to provide for us and to give us our hearts desires and as long as we obey him and as long as we build that relationship with him, you know, we, we have to, you know, be like Jeremiah I know sometimes it might be hard to witness to people, especially the same people over, over and over again. Um, you know, I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people where, you know, it's the people closest to you that are hardest to reach. And for me, that's, you know, my family and, and a lot of my friends. But we have to have patience and we have to understand that you know God is only asking us to be the messenger, and I think that's that's something really important from Jeremiah as well is that we're 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 just the messengers all all God is asking us to do is deliver the news you know we're supposed to preach the gospel and act it, and live it out not act it out I apologize, but live it out so that people could see what. What life is like if we live that way, but we can never make the decision for people to come to God. That's something that I took me a very, very long time to to realize and to understand. I can't make any decisions for anyone and I can't hold, hold it against them if they decide to not follow God. You know, sure, it might make me upset. It might hurt me, it might make me sad, but just like it was my choice to, to live for him, it's it's people's choices if they don't want to, it doesn't mean that you stop witnessing, or that you stop caring, or you stop loving that person, you know, it just means to not hold it against yourself if if they don't come to God. It's, it's it's not about you, it's not a personal thing, you, there's nothing you can really do to, to change someone's mind if it doesn't want to be changed, it is up to that person, um, and you know, another thing about the people of Judah at that time, um, and that's what happens with people today, is, you know, they start living a certain way and and building up idols and living off of their own pleasures, their own desires, and living a a life that that is just however they want it to be. And to them it's freedom, but really it's not. It's it's bondage. But another section of my notes from Jeremiah, uh, this was from my notes from Jeremiah chapters 40 through 45. I wrote, the people of Judah were so interweaved with their idols and pagan worshiping that they completely lacked any logic or fear of God. They walked recklessly towards sorrow and death instead of towards joy and life. We cannot allow ourselves to become deaf and ignorant to God's word. We must remain vigilant and keep our focus on God. When things start to go bad, don't revert back to old patterns for the sake of thinking Oh well, I tried to be good. It worked for a while, but now I'm seeing bad things happen to me. This is not the correct way of thinking. God wants us to be in relationship with Him at all times, and that's that's just simple. It's it's exactly as I said it, as I wrote it. Um, we have to make sure that we are surrounding our, ourselves with. With things that would be pleasing to God. You know, the more you read the word, the more you pray, the more you worship, the more you fellowship with people who share the same beliefs as you. It's just going to bring joy and and goodness and positivity into your life. It's it's just going to happen just as it's supposed to. It's going to happen naturally and you're going to feel better your life will 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 be better. You'll have a much more positive outlook. But these people in the Old Testament and people today who don't believe or who who are ignorant to his word, they, they they're just so used to how they're living. And they're used to living how they want to live, living in sin and they just don't know I can't say they don't know what they're doing but at a certain point sometimes you just you you lose sight of of God Um, some people have never even tried to, to to see God or to know God and you know this is why it's really important that we just stay the course and do our best to live our best for Jesus Christ and his kingdom I really appreciate you guys tuning in and and hopefully you know I wasn't all over the place too much Um, I'm sure as I go along on these episodes I'm sure there'll be a little bit more structure um, less pauses less ums (laughs) but thank you again God bless you all I'll be praying for everyone, and please come back for episode two. Thank you, guys.